I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Run like a wild man. I watched the struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. Stadium. Dick right here in Hare Stadium. Time is 8.45 Central Daylight Time. Your digital audio device is tuned to the Orange and True podcast, harbored by College of Magnolia. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. I am Drew Croson, at Crow 2 on Twitter, at Crow on Venmo. To one side of me is the rumor monger, Ryan Starrett. Ryan S. Starrett on Twitter. The S stands for, should have probably watched Last Dance. I haven't started yet. To the other side of me, giving you full Fort Payne ASMR. A man who owns a pair of Nike Indestructs, the AU Chief. I'm all the way down now. On today's show, we're talking jerseys for SB Nation's Jersey Week. NFL draft reactions, and it might get a little Bulls talk, I don't know. But first, NFL draft reactions. Ryan, can you recap really quickly the the only live sporting event that happened in the United States last week? Uh, Auburn did pretty good. Uh, six draftees, I think that's tied for most ever. Uh, top 10 pick on defense, two more first-rounders on defense. No, I was... God I was under the impression that, that Auburn, that Gus can't produce NFL talent. <laughs> well, you notice there was a uh, lack of offensive players in that draft. But... Well, they got drafted. <laughs> there was a lack of oh. offensive players that went came out from that from that yeah, team. Yeah, uh, that's, right. that's the thing. Is it was basically the offensive line were the only seniors on that team, and woof woof, yeah. as we say about that. Two, two of them, two of them got drafted. Yeah, like, four of them are on. Rosters now. It's got to count for something. His last quarterback's about to be the quarterback for the uh, New England Patriots. And his quarterback before that might also be yeah, the quarterback for the New England be, yeah. <laughs> Last I checked, he was the odds-on favorite to uh, – Yeah. Or they, they were the odds-on favorite to sign him. I'm just going to – that's a lot of conflict. Uh-oh. Yeah, we lost Ryan. Oh, okay. okay. Ryan, okay. Ryan records this from I, – I don't know if Opelika's internet's just not very good quite possible all right <laughs> from a bunker somewhere Maybe in Opelika, Alabama hey, so Derek Brown was the first Auburn player taken no surprise and went to the Carolina Panthers my Carolina Panthers Chiefs yes. Carolina Panthers who he gave up <laughs> on last week earlier yeah. last week when they ditched the blessed individual Cam Newton mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and instead has now they've redeemed themselves yeah <laughs> <laughs> me and uh, me and my son celebrated. I was putting him to bed when the pick came in, and uh, we uh, we started yelling. And I, I was like, "Yeah!" And he was like, "Yeah!" My son, my little four year old. <laughs> We're still Panthers fans. I was like, "Derek Brown!" And he he shouted, "Derek Brown!" It's pretty fun. <laughs> keep pounding. Yeah. Well, I haven't taught him that. I'm still <laughs> conflicted on the whole keep pounding thing. That seems right up uh, Chiefs Alley. My wife and daughter both born in Charlotte. <laughs> 
So I have a little bit of Panthers love just from that. But sure, uniforms are horrible. Horrible. Oh come on, they're great. The black ones. Oh, the black on. ones are fine. The logo's fine. fine. <laughs> I don't know. Crow's just a very tradition kind of guy. Yeah, it doesn't logo, have a Dallas star is, on it. It ain't right. worth anything. The logo is very <laughs> of its era. It's very nineties. Although they came in the league in what eighty nine, ninety one, no, I don't later than that, and they redid the logo and didn't change the parts that made it so so nice. Yeah, yeah. there's ways to do a cat logo, and that's not that's not it. Um, speaking of cats, a big cat, Marlon Davidson, got drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. Boo! Hi, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yeah. More like Falcons, am I right, Chief? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least it wasn't the saints yeah that's true it is true yeah. although no, he's they... gonna have a chance to be a day one guy i mean Derek and marlon both they'll, they'll be day one starters um that's a pretty be... good pick, pickup for the falcons that late yeah for yeah i was kind of thought he was going to be a late first round guy um you know they got all these agile quarterbacks in the division to, to chase down no i'm i'd be lying at why did you not put Noah Igbenogany to the Dolphins in the first round on the show? Yeah, yeah what's going uh, on here, Because go Falcons. But, Noah no. Igbenogany, <laughs> that was a huge deal for me and to think that that kid went from a wide receiver to a first-round draft pick at corner. The Dolphins were my, were my first childhood team. Formerly the best here. uniforms in the league. Yeah. And then they for whatever reason, changed their logo and ruined everything. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was, that used to be my, my favorite. That's the team I used to play with on uh, Madden. The last time I played it back forever ago. It was the team time. that featured prominently in Ace Ventura, pet detective. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryan Ace Ventura, pet detective. <laughs> oh, come on. I know starring... that. <laughs> How they both came out before you were born. <laughs> I like the very 90s trend of movies with a colon in the title. Like Ace Ventura, <laughs> yeah. colon, that detective. Ace Subtitle. Ventura, co- yeah. two, colon, when nature calls. Yes. They wouldn't do that now. Like now it's Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War. It's as close as it gets. Right. I guess those have colons. They do. Well, if that movie had been cast in the 90s, it'd be called Avengers 6, colon, Infinity War. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, you're right. The You stop dropping... They started dropping numbers right. around uh, twenty twelve. Only Fast or so. and the Furious keeps the numbers yeah. thing going. You gotta you gotta work those numbers into the title. That's how you know you're cool. Fast I mean, five. That, I mean that that was the thing. Like when Disney bought Star Wars, they were like, "Yeah, we're not using these numbers anymore. It's intimidating people." That was the, the that's, fate that, of the Furious <laughs> with an eight. Yeah, in the, in the middle of it. Gosh, those are the best movies. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, all right. So who else got drafted, Ryan? I mean, Marlon, so, Noah, and Derek early. Yeah, those were the highlights. And then Jack Driscoll was the next guy on uh, on Saturday. Just like we round. all predicted. Yeah, uh, that seasoned offensive line veteran Jack Driscoll. Uh, he went to the Eagles. Daniel Thomas went to the Jaguars, and Prince Tega. He slipped a little bit, but he went in the sixth round also to the Eagles. Now, is so. Jack Driscoll going to be the oldest guy on the Eagles offensive line? 
Yeah, he's not an old guy. <laughs> I think he's, he's a senior. But... He, Jack, Jack Driscoll sounds like he an feels old like guy. He's, he feels like he's 30 <laughs> years old. Because he's Let's transfer, see, he, right? I bet you he's younger than me. Well, I hope so, Ryan. You're not currently in college. <laughs> well, okay, there's a quarterback on the team who's not. So. Well, that's true. <laughs> is is that quarterback older than Josh Halsey? That's that's a good question. Is Cord older than Josh Halsey? Why Josh Halsey? Because he's a coach now. Oh, correct. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's funny. I think Cord Jeremy Sandberg is, a coach is too, by the born way. in January of '95. He's got two months on me. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, then Halsey's definitely like a couple years older than him. Yeah. Man. Well, right, so, so Jack, Jack Driscoll, uh, th- that's surprising because everyone expected Tega to go. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think Tega really hurt, was hurt by the fact that teams couldn't do in-person physicals. Yeah, and So he had an off-season injury that people were scared of, and they couldn't work him out, so they were like, look, let's just – this was the chalkiest chalk draft ever. There was like hardly any trades in the first round. I don't think there was a single trade in yeah, the first that, round at all, actually. There was. There, there were uh, trades that had already existed, and then I think somebody in the back end. Yes. I think it was actually the Dolphins pick. Dolphins, for, yep. For Iggy. Uh, but that was the only one. Like yeah. Usually you see all kinds of trades. There weren't even that many trades. Well, I only watched the first two rounds, I guess. So, What was the pick that surprised you the most in the first round, Ryan? Uh, I think the only one that surprised me probably was uh, Jordan Love going to the Packers. Well, that yeah. Aaron Rodgers me. just got Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what surprised me a little bit was the Raiders early on drafting rugs ahead of CeeDee Lamb. Oh, yeah. That, that. Oh, ahead of Lamb. And Judy. He, yeah. He was the first receiver off the board. Shocked. When the Cowboys sat yeah. there and Lamb was just sitting – I was, I was, I knew they were drafting CD Lamb because, like, every any team that's sane would draft this guy. He, he or Judy are the best receivers on the board, and for some reason the Raiders went with Rugs. Well, not for some reason because he's so fast. Raiders love speed, always have for a hundred years. Raiders gonna Raiders. That's uh, just win is really dumb because they don't win. But anyway. That's also, another team I've never seen do anything. When is John yeah. Gruden's son going to be eligible for the draft? That dude's jacked. <laughs> I, I didn't see him. He looked like a bowling ball. His muscles had muscles. Uh, I guess one of the other highlights was where uh, someone came in from another room after apparently getting down in, uh, in the another part of the house. Draft day festivities. That's <laughs> what it looked like. A little stress relief. <laughs> Crow looks okay. confused. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see that part. Mm, yeah. Yeah. There was the shot of uh, the Fromm household where uh, Auburn tight end Tyler Fromm was uh, mistaken for the NFL draft prospect. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> and, uh, well, at least he's not going to the Bills. Yeah. No. All right. That's about enough NFL draft talk out of me, I think. I don't, no one no one who listens to this podcast is like, I wonder what Crow thought about what happened in the draft. We had a bunch of guys uh, get picked up in free agency. Yeah. Um, so I'm like a, quite a few, like nine, eight, nine. Seems like guys. almost every senior. I hope yeah. they all eventually get traded to the Cowboys and win the Super Bowl. 
Well, well, there you go. Shout out to Daniel Thomas. You know, yeah. Two star yeah. signing day offer. Fourth round, know, right? Fourth or fifth round draft pick. But uh, getting picked at all, I mean, he, he came a long ways. Um, it's good to see. He, he earned it. And Absolutely. no big monogamy. Again, a receiver yeah. with zero corner experience. And then all of a sudden, boom. First round draft pick. Yeah. Cor- corner is the, like, position where they're like, we just need you to be athletic. We don't need you to know how to do anything but be athletic. And jam a guy at the line. That's really what coach. They- I think the NFL coaches must think they can coach technique. Yeah. Although he has really good technique. Like yeah. this, right. people talking about him in the draft are like, yeah, he actually is a really sound corner. Um, he just doesn't have the ball skills as you would think he would have being a receiver. Yeah. Receiver right. had the ball skills. Yeah. But that'll Gotta have those ball skills. Well, and sure. Th- this draft even more with, you know, two more DBs taken. Uh, defensive back was kind of the, position Auburn isn't really known for, at least right. on defense. But quietly over the last yeah. couple of years, I mean, Auburn's, Auburn's got a good stable of DBs in the league now. And Iggy can also return kicks. Yeah. Really well. Yeah. I, th- I think that's probably why he went so high. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if Iggy's day one kick returner for the Dolphins. Could be. All right. Uh, the the I want, One more thing I wanted sure. to mention before we move on from the draft is how bizarre every time they talked about any of the guys that got picked was. Yeah, man. It was weird. It's like, hey, this guy just went in the draft. This is his dream come true. Let's talk about how his uncle and father were murdered in yeah. a suicide murder. I mean, it was literally like, like here, this six foot six tight end went to Oklahoma State. This has been his lifelong dream was to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. His mom Been a died fan of cancer since, yesterday. Since Mike Allstott was there. <laughs> he wears number 40 in honor of Mike Allstott. Both of his parents were murdered outside of an opera as he watched <laughs> yeah. by a man yeah. in a clown makeup. It's <laughs> like, wait, what? Hey, like, Not everybody's was, Batman. Like, come on, man. It was just the weirdest thing. Like, especially when they were like, yes, his father's in prison for 30 years for killing a man. And it's like, okay, I, I understand that's part of the kid's story, but come on. Like, <laughs> You know he's DVRing this. He doesn't want to see that every right. like if if he ever sh- went to show his own kids that he's. Not, he, I can God. understand it if it was like one or two prospects, but it really was. It, it felt was like thirty single. prospects yeah. in a row. It was just like the worst, the, the the greatest moment. Here was their worst moment. Yeah, it was. It's, it's like, I think they had a production meeting ahead of time. It's like, well, we don't get to rely on the crowd to kind of fill airtime. So what else can we do? I will yeah. say I enjoyed the draft more than I've ever enjoyed an NFL draft because. There was no stupid crowd of Jets fans booing or whatever, whoever. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand the crowd shots at all in the phone draft. I don't understand why there's a crowd there. There was more story, which I like. I didn't like that it was always bad stories. Sure. And, I mean, I'll tell you what. From a tech standpoint, we record this podcast with three people in three different rooms right now. And it's not the easiest thing to always get it to, to work. And we're not old men. I cannot fathom how they got that, how they pulled that thing off without a hitch. I mean, 30 GMs in 30 different locations, and then 30 coaches in 32 different locations, and then Roger Goodell, and then Trey Wingo, and his... And then players, and then... The billion analysts that they have on that thing now, and then players. Like, 
all over and somehow the, the only meme out of that was Bill Belichick's dog making a pick. <laughs> and then just and then getting, you know, Jake Fromm confused. But like Yeah. There weren't many mistakes. I was shocked. And Goodell seemingly getting drunk as the, the night went on. He changed clothes <laughs> at some point in the middle yeah. of the first round too, which is kinda weird. It was like it was pre recorded or something. Yeah. Which he probably just spilled some dip on his jacket. Maybe it was pre recorded. Maybe it was. In a sound stage. <laughs> in his basement. I'll have to watch Wait, it all over again and plan it out. Was Stanley, was Stanley Kubrick directing? Yeah, exactly. Was Stanley Kubrick mm. directing. <laughs> Talked to Buzz Aldrin about it. <laughs> He'll punch you in the face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. So it's at Jersey. Let's take a break and we'll come back. We'll get into some Jersey talk. What time is this break at, Crow? We're at 15 minutes and 53 seconds. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And we're back. It's Jersey Week on SB Nation, what is the hollowed-out shell of sports media. And we are talking about uniforms, but really just the shirts, I imagine, in Jersey Week. Um, the kit. The kit, exactly. So Ryan has some questions for us that fulfill the need bestowed upon us by the mothership. And, uh, and let's go through them. What is your favorite Auburn uniform ever? Any sport. Any sport. So if you just yeah. loved the 2004 Speedos worn by the swimming team, maybe that's oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's going? Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Um, well, I mean, we talked about it earlier. It's it's hard to uh, hard to say no to the team or the uniforms that went to the Final Four. Um, yeah, those, especially the I think the whites are probably the best ones there. It's incorrect. It's uh, the orange ones. Oh, orange. Ah, those are okay. those are my favorites. Yeah, the, okay. uh, that what we wore those for what two years or three years? Um, I can't remember, but they were they were supposed to be uh, sort of throwback to to the eighties style jerseys um, with their lettering. Um, the I, I don't know what you call that college lettering, uh, whatever it is right. that font is. But I I really liked them. Um, I, like Crow said, the orange is always the right answer in those um i think we should wear orange at home every game but we really should like the lakers wear yellow at home every game we should wear orange at home every game i mean we do it every now and then but i think we should do it all the time also shout out the uh throwback auburn baseball with the script auburn on the front oh yeah uh, those, sure. those are gorgeous beautiful uh, uh, so those, you those know, two probably for me. I like and honestly the, all the baseball ones look look pretty good. Yeah, so years. we debuted a few new looks this year before the season was abruptly canceled. Uh, the, yeah. I guess the full pinstripe, uh, the pinstripe, and they they added the orange detail this year. Yeah, which really helps. Great. Yeah, and, and those, those new hats were amazing. Yeah. this year. God, now I'm depressed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the the basketball ones and baseball ones are the best. I mean, it's hard to go wrong with our football jerseys, but we were joking beforehand. 
I mean, there's been little changes, but it's been about the same. It's. I think what's funny is to think back on what you thought was were your favorite jer- jerseys in the past. I loved the Auburn jerseys from the like 98, 99, right around there with the uh, tiger print trim around the collars and stuff. And I, I go back and look at the, in the, in the numbers, I thought the font was awesome. And I go back and look at them. I'm like, Oh my God, it's so ugly. I love those. Even <laughs> I now I go back too. and look at them. I still love them. But I think <laughs> my favorite, my favorite Auburn football uniform was, and this is maybe like, this may be weird. I'm probably going to steal this from Ryan. The 2013 whites were great. Well, I don't I know if it was the template. The, yeah, so what's different about those that year than the, the other years? Well, recently? mainly the template that Under Armour used for those was nice. But also like the sleeves that dudes wore that year Yeah, were, were cool. Because it was like the first couple of years of Auburn getting the shooting, the sleeves. shooting sleeves from the basketball team. Yeah, I, I um, love our white great. jerseys. I, they, I, if we always wore white, I'd love it. And, and I love our blue jerseys. The so white just, jerseys have to have the blue collar. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. they don't count. I think our best football uniform ever, our kit, if you will, because it was the entire kit outfit. That includes the boots, if you will, and the <laughs> socks and everything. Sure. <laughs> was what we wore for that Louisville kickoff game, dude. You're not kidding. That was they, they looked awesome. We looked amazing. Oh man, and we looked great against 20, the 2015 Central Florida, which was also similar, and with the worst results. Yep, 2015 Louisville Chick Fil A kickoff. Jeremy Johnson at quarterback with the orange, orange sleeves. The orange the orange, orange uh, sleeves. Yeah, man, dope. I love and them. And then and then same deal, like you said, Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. <laughs> Jarrett Stidham and the Cams uh, looked yep. great. Looked great. Do you remember the Louisville helmets in that game? Yes, yes. With the with the, the like St. Louis looking cardinal on the side. Hideous. We wore the demon cardinal. We wore orange cleats and orange sleeves and orange socks and Auburn and gloves. was tame <laughs> yeah. compared to what Louisville, Louisville walked yeah. out there with gothic letters on their uniforms, demon cardinal helmets. They were chrome. Oh, man. What I, the mid-teens so, uh, was a weird time. That's the, la- that's the last time I saw Auburn play in uh, Atlanta, I think, I want to say. Yeah. You didn't go to the no, Washington game or the Peach Bowl? I did. I went to the Washington game. Yeah. Yeah, I think I also liked um, – so when I – Ryan, in, when, when Chief and I were in college at Auburn, up until 2006, Auburn wore black cleats and black socks. And and that was a Jason Campbell thing, if I remember. I might be wrong on that, but I believe it was a Jason Campbell running around thing. And then Under Armour comes in, and they started wearing white cleats and white socks. And for the longest time, people have thought, oh, that's what Auburn wears, is white cleats and white socks. Because they wore them for a long time after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Up until, like, Cam. Cam wore white cleats and white socks. Um yep. And so I think it wasn't, I think it literally was 2015 that they went to colored cleats and socks again, like non-white colored cleats and socks. And people were like, oh man, but like, I'm telling you, black cleats, black Nike cleats 
Yeah. <laughs> and black spats and black socks was what 04 wore. Yeah. It looks great. Again, yep. they look great because they won every single stinking game. They could have worn <laughs> green cleats. And because yeah. there are very few people on this planet who look better in a football uniform than Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown looks like he's a creative player from Madden. Yep. Absolutely. He's big, fast. He looked good in the uniform. He, could, he, yeah. he literally looked like the football uniform was designed for him. Right. He should. He looked like he was just the Madden cover. Like he should just always be the anonymous player on the Madden cover. The guys that I have on my this dude looks like what a football uniform. Uh, Ronnie. Look like. Ronnie had the orange visor. Did too, yes. Didn't he? Ronnie had the orange uh, visor. So to me, those dudes are uh, Sean Taylor, Miami, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson, Oklahoma. Mm, yeah. Uh, Ricky Williams, Texas. This looked like a man in a football uniform. Darren McFadden, Arkansas, was terrifying. Yeah. And Ronnie Brown. Oh, yeah. That's my list. Yeah. Those dudes looked the best in uniforms. <laughs> I can't. I can't argue with that. That's a pretty good list. So Cam, Cam Newton looked pretty good in the uniform too. Cam always. Cam Newton looks good in anything. Cam Newton always looked like his legs were a different person's legs. <laughs> and that different person was nine feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like he has like a giant person's legs attached to a like a normal size. He looked body. like a, a basketball full you know, football yeah. uniform. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like if you put like if you put a horror Spencer in a uniform. <laughs> Actually that'd be interesting to see what Horace would look like in an Auburn football uniform walking out there next to normal sized Auburn players. Because one of my favorite things is the hey, scale of basketball. Yeah, that's that where it's gigantic. Yeah. They're huge. Like Malik Dunbar was this. What well, we talked about this the other day. Like, six, six. Yeah, Malik Dunbar was the same size as. Uh, as Cam. Yeah, it's like same height, height and weight as Cam, basically. Six, six, 250 or something like that. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. All right. And there's and there's some people that think basketball is a soft sport. Ryan, what was your favorite arbor? Did you tell us yours? Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, the final four uniforms. Oh, okay. I was partial to the whites. Yeah. And uh, the script Auburn on the baseball on the baseball uniforms. What is your favorite non Auburn college football uniform? Ooh. Mm. Mm. I love the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, those are great. The classic uh, '80s '90s uh, uniforms too. Again, I mean, that, Sean but, Taylor with the with the mm, rainbow mm. visor. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I can't pinpoint one right now, but some of the Navy uniforms that they wear for the Army Navy game. Yeah, those are amazing. Just about yeah. any any given year. Yeah, I love those. I like the all white Texas. I like USC, and I like the Oregon with the um, sailor duck on the side. I like yeah, year. I like the old school Oregon yeah. colors. Anything in that, I, I like. Uh, I also like uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah, they, those are great. Oklahoma State has I'm great a, uniforms. I'm a big black and orange uh, fan. Like that. I, lo- I love the colors black and orange so together and gray. But uh, you know, underrated Wyoming, the brown and brown and yellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make it work. 
Yeah. They, they were given a bill of goods. Most people have been like, wait a minute, brown <laughs> uniforms? Just look at Bowling sure. Green. That's how you don't do it. Yeah. What's your favorite in the SEC? Oh, man. LSU. Uh, LSU's. Uh, yeah, I think it's LSU. LSU's yeah. purple uniforms that they wear against non-conference teams. Oh, the purple favorite. people eaters. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with I, Florida. Florida. I, I like LSU when they wear the white helmet, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like the Florida orange uniforms. I, I think I'm in a in the minority on that. And I also yeah. dig Kentucky's what they were busting out the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I guess I should have gone with Vandy since that's my high school colors and all. But no. is Vandy really even in the SEC? Right. <laughs> or Missouri? I guess all right, Ryan. What was your first jersey as a kid? Was it like a? I don't know, 2000 LeBron Heat jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say I had a Chipper Jones jersey. Um, you know, any Atlanta kid would. So it would have been either that or a Courtney Taylor jersey. Nice. That was the first Auburn jersey. Wow. So I did not own a jersey as a kid other than my uh Haw- the first jersey i would have owned would have been my rec league hawks jersey uh i mean it literally it was just a t-shirt that was the hawks atlanta hawks jersey but uh, so have you ever bought a jersey uh i did the first jersey i would have bought would have been um a emory blake that was on sale at uh, the Dicks out in Tigertown, it was like twenty bucks. So I bought mm. a eighty white. Discovered it had a stain on it. Never worn it. It's in my closet. Nice. And uh, and then I've own, I, I own several uh, Everton uh, jerseys because they're soccer kits. Just uh, basically a athletic T-shirt that you can wear around. Yeah, soccer jerseys are the best. Yeah. Soccer jerseys I, are the I, reason why the NBA tried to do the sleeve jersey thing. Yeah. yeah. Try to get people to buy them, and then the players hated them. Well, they don't look good. <laughs> the, Just buy a jersey. My jerseys. Yeah. I collected jerseys as a kid. I had mm-hmm. a ton. I, I always, I know I wanted a Charles Barkley Suns jersey like nobody's business. Right. I, I want to put that out there. Just my parents were never going to shell out the money for a jersey. And I, they thought that jerseys, basketball shoes, uh, anything over, you're spending over $50 on a shoe. Mm. That, I mean, come on. That, you're, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. See, I, I went and bought. A Deion Sanders shoe that matched mm. my Deion Sanders cowboy jersey. Nice. I owned a Deion Cowboys, Irvin, and Emmett Cowboys. I owned a Mike Allstott Bucks jersey, which was random. <laughs> but he was my favorite player on uh, Quarterback Club 98, the video game for <laughs> N64. <laughs> so I bought there because there was a play that was like fullback power right, and it was like, Unstoppable with Mike Allstop. Uh, I owned a Junior Seau Charters jersey randomly. I owned a Sean Kemp uh, Supersonics jersey, green. I owned uh, Damon Stoudemire Raptors, purple with the dinosaur on it. Which I wish I still had. How do you get that one? And now, let me let me ask you this: Were you were you buying jerseys based on what? kind of rec league team you were playing for no i was buying jerseys because I, I was a kid okay. who wore a jersey I, to school almost every single day i tended to float i was a hawks fan until we became the suns then i was a big suns fan is that the same time barkley went to the suns we became mm. the suns i was a 
kid who was a huge basketball fan and the Mavericks were horrible. Mm-hmm. And so I was just, I would go to Mavericks games and cheer for the team the Mavs were playing because I knew they were probably going to win. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I got, and I love dinosaurs. So there was mm. the Damon Stoudemire right. Raptor okay. jersey. No, the, the Raptors were, that was, that was a cool logo, man. It was a sweet jersey. Was that Isaiah, was Isaiah Thomas the coach? Uh, eventually, I believe he was. Or the GM? Like, so, he was re- related yeah, he was to them. related at some point, but not, I don't think he was their, I think Lenny Wilkins was their first coach. I might be wrong yeah. about that, too. Okay. okay. But we had a, I had a, I ended up with a, with a Jason Kidd Mavs mm, nice. jersey. And, yeah, I never owned a base, I never owned a Rangers jersey. Which is weird. I think, no Nolan Ryan. No, I own a bunch I, of T-shirts and hats, but never jerseys. Okay. I think I may That's the have thing. had. I think baseball always did better than other sports. Was their their jerseys were always better. Yeah. I have uh, a, Dale... a baseball jersey's tough. Sometimes. Yeah, they're expensive. There's not a ton of they're tons hot. where you can. Yeah. And then the the T-shirt, you know, it's just it looks the same. It's a logo I, on the front. And I may have had a Dale Murphy jersey as a kid. I probably did. I can't remember. I do own one now, though. I purchased that the last Braves game. I, I had several Braves jerseys over the years. Frank uh, Core was the first one, actually. I've never owned a nice. jersey. I well, I don't think I have. I currently own. You great. have a dirt jersey? No, I wish. My wife, I, my I wife still is not listening to this because she'll be mad how many jerseys I'm about to list off that I currently own. I have a, <laughs> I have a bin, a Rubbermaid bin of jerseys underneath our bed. I own a Michael Irvin Cowboys jersey. I own a Dortmund jersey. I own a Fortuna Dusseldorf jersey. I own a uh, Austria national team. Two different Saudi Arabian national teams. I own a German national team. Um, that's all soccer. And then I own a Penny Hardaway Magic, a Charles Barkley Suns, a LeBron and KD USA jerseys. And yeah. Oh, a Grant Hill USA from like a million years ago. Mm. I, I forgot that I, during the Euros, uh, no, wait, it would have been world cup. I bought a, ton of international jerseys on uh, from uh, uh sources um and oh, USA, <laughs> usa men's national team jersey of course i've got i've got a uh, popsicle one i got a gilfie sigerson yes. iceland kind of i have a uh antoine griezmann france uh dude griezmann france a good jersey yeah oh, i always like nice. the french national team jerseys i've got a uh um oh. see i don't have people on my none of my soccer kits have player names yeah, well, that's fine. I I have a few that are blank. I have two, three Lukaku shirts. I have a, a Coleman uh, Everton. I've got a Pulisic Dortmund. Uh, and just a regular, just blank Dortmund. Uh, I've got. Uh, let's see. Gosh. Do you have any uh, of Col- your name on the back? No, God, no. I have one. I have I have Rwandan national team. Oh, and I got him to put. <laughs> That's my, pretty good. I got him to put my name on the back, but Drew, not Croson. Okay, <laughs> number thirty-four, and the guy who put nice. it on there put it a little off center. It's the best. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have any with my name. Um, I did get one uh, Nolan for uh for my guy. Oh, nice. My kid. There you go. Uh, but 
Yeah, don't ever buy a jersey with your own name on the back, I don't think. Unless, no. like... That was a onesie that's not a real jersey, too. So yeah, I, I didn't shell out a lot of money for that. I can't think of the right situation where that's normal. Unless, like... If you're under yeah. 12. Yeah, under 12. And again, jerseys in general. Like, I own so many basketball jerseys. I don't, I'm never wearing those. You should hang them up in your uh, like, studio. It's your, if it's you're your... related to a player and you get you have the same last name... Right. And then you, you then you can wear that jersey. Right, that's true. Right. Uh, what's your single favorite jersey? Like, yeah, you, you you've got one. Ooh, my favorite jersey to wear, or that yeah, I want. Sure, I mean, however you want to interpret that. Like, what what is your what's your prized possession when it comes to jerseys? Mm. I can I always, tell you mine. Yeah, it's, go for it's it. more for. Uh, nostalgic sake uh we used to go to a lot of thrashers games growing up mm. and me and my dad and my brother we all had our thrashers jersey so i've got the powder blue thrashers signed by a lot of the uh the last season's team because uh, we got to go to the, the fan day or whatever when i was i was still only what, 13 or 14 at that point so autographs are acceptable at that age sure but uh yeah so i've got a lot of those guys signed on that on that jersey that's awesome a lot of good memories there so that's cool. not many people in the in the auburn area have hockey jerseys so no one has a thrasher's jersey in any <laughs> area no <laughs> you may have the only thrasher's jersey ever yeah um if i'll tell you what would be my favorite if i had a charles barkley sons or auburn jersey uh that would be my favorite but, i have a sons but it's like the old champion mesh. Yeah. Yeah. I'd still take it. I, I want one so bad and I just never have gotten one. I also want a pair of CB 34 air max, mm. but again, those are pretty expensive. So I would like a long sleeve. This is gonna be really random. I'm not even a fan of this team. Um, a long sleeve Juventus Perlo. Number ten. Okay. This is a great. Oh. It's a great kit. I also have. Uh, I forgot I had a Ipswich Town jersey. Oh, nice. And, oh yeah, and, Real Batiste. My. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Ryan has a Derby County, right? That's right. No, uh, Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. Up right. the yeah. forest. Yeah. Rivals. Yeah. Um, that's great. We got a uh, like jersey talk. Brave spring training Tim Hudson jersey too. That was like my, yeah, I got it when I was in middle school and wore that all the time. What's your favorite think, jersey you ever owned? Is that it? Uh, Yeah, either the hoodie one or the Thrasher's jersey. Chief, what's like your favorite jersey you've ever owned? Oh, that I've ever owned? Uh, it would be the very first uh, Lukaku jersey that I bought. I still wear it, and it's starting to kind of fall apart. Uh, the number letters yeah. and numbers are. It's uh, from the fourteen fifteen season. Yeah, it's that's a great jersey. The, that fits well. That's I like probably the white, uh, the white Dion twenty one Cowboys. He was my favorite I, player, so it made sense. Yeah. yeah. Before we move on from jerseys, I think. Uh, We'd be remiss if we didn't ask Crow what his favorite cycling kit was. Yeah. Well, the best, the, the correct answer, if you ask people who watch a lot of pro cycling, is going to be Lavi Claire in the late 80s with Greg LeMond. 
they're like incredible works of art, literally copied off of. A, they had like an actual artist design them, and they're incredible. Nice. But they kind of changed the way that even jerseys began looking. But I think the action, my favorite was, and this is funny because he didn't even win when he wore it, were the Radio Shack Lance Armstrong kits from his last tour that Nike did. And it's weird that Nike bowed out of cycling right after Lance and we're just now starting to see kits on teams that look as stylish and cool as those looked back in 2010, whenever that was, 09. Like Nike, the kits Nike designed for Lance and those teams were always at least three or four years ahead of everybody else's in terms of the way they looked, how cool they were. You can buy Nike cycling shoes right now on eBay and you would not be able to tell much of a difference from the brand new stuff that you'll find. But yeah, the, the last couple of years of Radio Shack when, when Lance was on it, I have a Radio Shack uh, cycling hat from those years, and it is one of my favorite things. Ooh, oh. Ryan just sent me a link to a retro 1985 Lobby Claire. Is is that the one you're talking about? Um, oh, with the squares. Yes, the squares. The squares is the key. Yeah. Okay. So I'll share this out on the. Uh, on oh, the forty bucks. That's not a bad. That's not a bad price for that. It's a. It, wow! Yeah, it's the sizing is a little strange. It starts in a five XL. Like <laughs> okay. that's that's standard. Oh man, look at that! Oh, it's a full zip, so that's not authentic. Back in the day, the zips they only did like half, like quarter zip. Yeah, which is weird. I can't even imagine wearing a quarter zip cycling jersey now. <laughs> um, yeah, that it looks completely different, but that does remind me of what maybe one of the greatest jerseys in any sport ever is uh, the Croatia men's uh, national team. For sure. They always have the best. So good. Game. So good. And the Netherlands, uh, which always look freaking amazing. Uh, the Dutch national Dutch. teams. The Dutch national team in every sport, man. Like their, yeah. their cycling kits well, are great. Every sport. It's orange and blue. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a huge Dutch uh, national team podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. The Orangeman. <laughs> you think there's an uh, like an Orangeman in True Podcast and that's how that happened? I don't know. We do have <laughs> we do have friends. <laughs> friends in low places? The Netherlands. Lowlands of the Netherlands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's I'm literally gonna, what that means. Yeah. Low yeah. places, right? I'm gonna send Ryan, I'm gonna send you two photos of the jerseys that I was talking about if you wanted to put them on the They're ready. The whatever. Look, if anybody my birthday's next month, if anybody listening to this wants to get me a Charles Barkley Sons or a Brett Butler Braves. Brett uh, Butler. Uh, I haven't heard that name. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. So I was named after. No way. Oh yeah. And it's not Butler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, and uh, <laughs> and Ordell Murphy that I could uh, put up in my office. Uh, I will frame it, have it up in my office. You you can do that. Just uh, send me a DM on the Twitter. Well, question: When you say Charles Barkley Sons, are you talking the black jersey or the purple jersey? Uh, I think I'd go purple. I know a lot of people go black. Um, I think I'd go purple Mine's or white. Just white. 
Yeah, I, I, I'd go white. I mean, I do like the black one. Um, it's less ostentatious. Not being picky. I'm not being picky. Nothing snooty. <laughs> I haven't even looked. I'm sure you can get a Chinese one pretty easily. I'm sure that's how those pop up in the uh, old student section down there. <laughs> Maybe not these days. Well, yeah, not these days. Hmm. What else has been going on, guys? Well, yeah, this is maybe the end of the, <laughs> end of the line here, guys. Um, yeah, it was oh, a watching community. That's fun. <laughs> oh, have you? Yeah, almost done with the first season. Okay. Um, I mean, I just, it's good. Is this your first watch? Yeah. I'm oh, reading, I'm reading okay. Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. That would be uh, oh. the book oh, about the, the founding of Nike. Super good. Like, I, way yeah, better than I, I expected it to be. I'd like to. I'd like to read that. Bro, um, it is super good. Prefontaine is one of my favorite movies, uh, starring Jared Leto and Arlie Ermey. Arlie Ermey is, plays wow, Bill. Wow, that Al- is a combination. Is that the um, the good one? That's the good one, not okay. the Tom Cruise one. The Tom Cruise one is the uh, weird one. Tom Cruise. Yeah, his uh, he produced it. I think. I think it's okay. his cousin playing Prefontaine in that one. Yeah, one of them's uh, not good. That one's not good. Prefontaine is good. Uh, Bill Bowerman, right? That's the other Nike guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, that's who Arlie Army plays. He's the track coach at Oregon. So. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, I, uh, I got to take off, as a matter of fact. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, that's fine. Well, it's been great talking to you, and I will see you next week. And if you're listening to this still, Lydia, War Eagle. Bonos. <laughs>